This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, it's time for another Genius Fail Spectacular, starring you. Woo! I'm pretty excited. I get to bust out my Genius Fail Spectacular theme cue. I'll stick it right here right now. Genius Fail Spectacular. How are you, Teresa? I am fine. (laughs) Good. How are you? I'm good as well. Okay. Well, it's been a long time since our last Genius Fail Spectacular because we do them Memorial Day and Labor Day. Though I'm beginning to think we may need one around the December holidays. Oh, yeah. I'm beginning to think that we all, for our spirits and emotional needs... Need a little Genius Fail Spectacular. But this is like maybe our fourth or fifth. I don't know where we are in the Genius Fail Spectacular list. But I really feel like it's time to start getting clear and talk a little bit about like what this show is and has become, this, these spectaculars. Mm-hmm. I guess before we get into that, I just want to say that our call load has really increased mm-hmm. <laughs> over the year. You guys are calling a lot, and it's great. And I, I want to say I wish I could play every call because they are all, every single one is so valid in in what each caller is saying. Uh, but you guys leave like over 100 a month. Wow. <laughs> and for May, we just broke a record that in three weeks we had 177 calls, oh guys. God. And uh, I literally cannot play them all right. in the time that we are given to do a show <laughs> each week. Right. But... I don't think that's actually what's as important playing these out loud on the show as it is that sometimes it just sounds like you guys need a place to say something out loud and be unjudged. (laughs) And you can, and you have, and you have been heard. So I just want you guys to know that. So what is this show about? So this show is all about understanding, okay? This is a show about not judging others, and better yet, yourself. And this is a show that reminds us that when something happens, even if it feels like the worst thing in the world, it is just a moment and not a reflection on who we are as parents. Sadly, that is not the society we currently are living in sometimes. And I feel like we have tackled repeatedly on this show since the beginning why we feel so crazy as parents is the feeling like everybody's watching and judging us as parents. And it is impossible to not go into the Genius Fail Spectacular show today without touching slightly on the story that is in the news, which is about the mother who had her kids at the zoo and whose son managed to climb into the gorilla cage uh, and all the things that resulted from that, which was the death of the gorilla because the zookeepers were trying to protect the boy who had gotten into the cage with the gorilla. I think the thing that has struck a chord the most with me on this is the absolute vitriol and hate that has gone out towards this mother uh, without people knowing what the details and what the facts are. Uh, And I was saying to Teresa beforehand, you know, this is like a one in a million chance this thing happened that Mm -hmm. day. 
Okay. I think about all the times my kids have gotten away from me mm-hmm. in a split second. Yep. And I think about all the time. I think about all our calls, dropping the 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 car seat, the kid falling off the bed, the, you know, kid playing with the light mm-hmm. <laughs> that you sat there a million times <laughs> saying, I probably should get rid of this light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and know that none of those things ended uh, the same way this particular story ended. Which was a tragedy. Which was a tragedy. A tragedy. A legitimate tragedy. However, it is, does it make this woman responsible, right? In the way that not everybody, and that's just it. This is not how everybody feels. Mm -hmm. But as we learn all the time, the voices that tend to be the loudest and most outspoken are the ones that do not make us feel the best. We see that politically. We see that with local events. We see that, you know, in cases like this. But I sit there and I think about like, okay, uh, you need to watch your kids. All the time, says yeah. the world. Yeah. Okay, but oh my God, what is wrong with you? Why are you a helicopter parent? Right. I, when I was a kid, my mother just let me roam free until right. the dinner bell. And that's how I learned. That's how I learned. And I wish yeah. I wish parents today could just let it go and let their kids go to the park by themselves. Yeah, but this woman should be arrested. But this woman should be arrested and worse. I know. And worse. It really, none of it makes any fucking sense at all. No, I just, it's impossible. It is impossible. It's just impossible to live and be a parent. We can't do anything right, basically, <laughs> according according well, to some, you know what I mean? Yeah, according um, to some. And so, but that's not what we're about here That is all. not what we're about We're the opposite of that. <laughs> we, I mean, nobody, none of us are coming here to say like, well, who cares? Like all these failures, none of this was any of our faults. Like, I'll be the first to say <laughs> that, like, I'll own up to my failures, you know? Right. It happens. But we're. it doesn't mean that there's something, like, wrong with us. That it we're doing something wrong. That we're, we shouldn't be parents. Right. That we shouldn't have these children. Yeah. That we are not good yeah. and loving yeah. parents. A hundred percent. And and actually, I felt like we had a call recently that really summed it up and I think will sum up nicely the spirit we should be in mm-hmm. going into today's Genius Fail Spectacular. Uh, and so here is that call. Hi, um, this message is for the mother who just dropped her baby. Um, my heart really goes out to her that that got to be so terrifying and I thought I'd give her a little antidote for uh, what happened to me Um, I'm 28 no children um, but um, my mother smashed my finger in the trunk of a car when I was three years old Um, I was going in the back to try to bring my candy from my piñatas my piñata that I hit at a party and um I didn't see my hand in the trunk of the car and completely just smashed it, like blood and my fingers turned purple and my poor mother felt, I'm, I'm, that, that was one of my first memories. I saw her just scarred and, um, you know, she's, she's the greatest mother in the world. I would never ask for anybody else. And your daughter or your child will see the same thing. If she ever hears this message that you sent. So don't worry. You are, you're a good mother. 
I just love oh, that so I much. Love and it. I I forgot to say at the beginning that this was about our fail call that we had a couple of like like months ago that was that was a real it was hard for all of us because we'd all had something similar like this happen. But as a mom, she had her little baby in the car seat, buckled in, and was in the coffee shop trying to have this nice time for having coffee and goes to put the car seat down on like a bench and the car seat falls. And she's totally upset about having dropped her baby. Like yeah, in her, her mind, fine. her baby was fine. Yeah. Baby didn't even cry until the mom started crying. And what had been so amazing about that call was all was like the two or three other mothers that were just randomly in that coffee shop that mm-hmm. came up to her and said, you're okay. Yeah. And your baby's okay. And I don't know. I, I just, I loved that this woman called in about this. And I really liked her point that you are doing a good job. And this is, your children are going to, it doesn't define you. No. And so, with that said, everybody... Turn off your fucking internets, except for the podcast part. (laughs) Turn off the fucking news, okay? Close your magazines. Don't look at any memes today. Don't read any articles today, even if they sound like they're totally what you want to hear. Shut it all out. Let's all get together, parents and non-parents alike, and let's get our empathy on today and listen to some genius and fails. Teresa? Yes. Let's start with the geniuses. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Genius me. Um, gosh, I wish I had something better for this. <laughs> Um, but this is where we're at today. A couple days ago, I was hanging out with my parents. They were visiting (laughs) and, uh, we were in the living room and Oscar was playing with some toys that I guess he'd pulled out of the bath, but they were kind of like bath toys slash regular toys, but they'd had some water hiding in them. So the water like leaked out on the couch and I was really tired and I didn't feel like getting up and like cleaning it up. Yeah. So I just picked Oscar up and I just sat his butt down on the water and just like rubbed him around on there a little bit because he was wearing like some really absorbent like pants. Was he in some Terry pants? Yeah, I don't know. It was just like his pants. I knew they would dry really fast. Nice. And like I knew that they would just absorb that little bit of water. So I just did that. Yeah. My parents thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Oscar thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. And then I didn't have to get up from my seat and there wasn't any water on the couch anymore. Magnificent, Teresa. (laughs) Thanks. Magnificent. Uh, Mine is like totally grown up old age uh, Uh uh, genius. I recently, as a matter of fact, yesterday, had to have a rather unpleasant procedure that for some unknown reason to me, they insist that women do wide awake. (laughs) Uh-huh. And in retrospect, I'm about to start calling bullshit on like the healthcare system towards yeah. women that they would insist yeah. that uh You know what? That is some sexist. It bullshit. is. I really that am is like... so sexist cuz it's like eh, you know, the women have go through childbirth. It's child just their birth. fucking it's vaginas. Not, Let's yeah. go in and cut out part of their cervix while they're yeah. wide awake. Yeah. Why should they be it's bothered? It's fine. Women I, can yeah. Whatever. Well, just regard- toughen up. In my my 40s, 
uh, with a little extra money in my savings account, Mm -hmm. I found out that for really not much more, they could, in fact, put me to sleep. And you know what? I didn't think twice. Yeah. Put me the fuck to sleep. Yeah. Good night. They did. They did all the stuff. And... (laughs) The little cocktail of putting you to sleep and not letting you remember, boom, <laughs> glorious. Wonderful. Yeah, I was 100% no regrets. Good job. This is a genius moment, and I think sometimes it's funny. In the early days of postpartum, you sometimes your genius moments really have nothing to do with your brain. <laughs> they just are sheer acts of will. And so my genius moment today is I am at home for the first time with my second son, um, but by myself for the morning. And the peer leader truck showed up while I was feeding him. And I could tell that he, um, you know, needed to keep feeding. But I really, really wanted to be able to open the door and not have the little sticker there that meant that my husband would have to go to the depot later because I just wanted to be able to accomplish that one small thing. (laughs) So we just got up. And even though he's only four days old, he stayed latched on the whole time I went to the door. I just tucked my robe around my waist so the guy could not see that I was not wearing any pants. And I just signed for the package. And when I closed the door, I just said, oh, my God, we are superhuman. We can do this. And I felt like it was a genius moment for both me and my baby. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I will keep listening to your show. Bye. Good job. Yeah, good job. This reminds That's me of awesome. like, I can remember like breastfeeding Ellis and like the cat scratching at the door mm-hmm. and I can see him because it's a glass oh, yeah. door and just being like, I can't wait 30 minutes to let that cat yeah. in. We're going to have Here to stand go. up yeah. and do this task. Yeah. And like you do feel like a superhero. Woo. That's good awesome. job. Hi, this is a genius that um, was almost a really bad fail. <laughs> uh, I am taking care of my two-year-old this week uh, while her mom is uh, traveling for work. And um, she was in a really bad mood today when she got up from her nap. And for some reason, I decided that was the perfect time to make a really complicated, involved meal for the two of us to eat for dinner. And uh, it could have been really bad, but I sat her down at the table with some Play-Doh, and she played with that Play-Doh for two hours, (laughs) quietly and intently, with barely a a noise, while I made this very complicated meal, (laughs) uh, which made a whole mess, and now I have to clean up, but... Who cares? Because my kid was quiet and happy for two hours on her own. And, uh, yeah, it felt pretty good. Thanks. Bye. Uh, That's amazing. It is. He also goes back to say, oh, by the way, my wife made all that Play-Doh by hand. (laughs) I want to give her credit for that. I know. It was great. And I love, I just (laughs) love the complicated meal. Uh, And this will never work for you again. But for the time being... Genius. Good job. Good job. Hi, I'm calling with a genius moment. I'm traveling this weekend with um, an infant, and rather than buying one of those uh, car seat covers or whatever, I dug out one of those great big Amazon drawstring bags that a gift came in, and that's what I'm using at the airport to transport my car seat. Just wanted to share that. Um, 
Have a great day. Love the show. And you guys are doing a great job, too. I just think that's oh, thank genius. You. Yes, thank you. I just think that's genius. You know, have you ever gotten a gift in the big Amazon bag? I don't think so, but I You get know what the it idea. is. Yeah, like yeah. The, around Christmas, okay. Amazon gets super <laughs> lazy with the big giant gifts. Okay. And it's just this giant drawstring bag. Oh. And it's the same size as the as fifty dollar car seat, car yeah. seat drawstring yeah. bag carrier. Yeah. And I just was I just I mean, I had to replay it for Stefan and be like this we're is, gonna do this. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna do this. That's awesome. We have those around the house. Yeah. Genius. So genius. That is just a technical genius. It's beautiful. Hello, Biz and Teresa. I am calling to report a parenting genius moment. <laughs> For months, my toddler has insisted on wearing pajamas to daycare. It's just fine. I can pick my battles. <laughs> I'm not gonna make her wear real clothes if she doesn't want to. But she has lots of really cute summer rompers that are getting nowhere at all in favor of her old same PJs that she slept in the night before. So last night, I finally got smart and put her to bed in one of her cute summer. <laughs> of course, you wanted to keep it on in the morning. <laughs> so that is my genius moment. My daughter is wearing normal clothes at daycare today. <laughs> and in celebration, I chose to wear my One Bad Mother t-shirt to work. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really awesome. I will totally admit to sometimes putting Simon in like basically like lounge pants and a yeah. long sleeve shirt for bed. Sometimes where I'm like, this will be nice because in the morning it's I could totally get away with not making him change his clothes before we leave the house. I love it. I love it. All right, what's next? Who's next? Hello, one bad mother. I am a fucking genius. <laughs> I just got done listening to your sticker episode, which, oh my God, fucking stickers everywhere. Um, Sorry for the language, but you do have a disclaimer that there will be swears, so I'm going to swear because I'm alone in my car, which in and of itself is a fucking genius moment. Anyway, so my husband and I moved. Oh, moving sucks. And uh, I'm listening to the sticker episode, and my kid's... My four-year-old daughter is complaining that there's nothing to do in the car. So we stopped at the dollar store, and I found window clings for her to put on her window in the car while we're driving from our old place to our new place. Fucking genius. And it cost a dollar, and they're reusable, and now I don't have to be the person that people are judging, because I have stickers on my window. I have cool window clings that we can change for the seasons, and they only cost a dollar. I am a fucking genius. Love your show. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being so kind to all of us mothers. We really appreciate it. All right. I hope you have a fantastic week. Goodbye. It is genius. That is genius. And what's crazy is I'm I'm going to use that on the plane. Yeah. I'm about to have to do the Alabama trip. Yeah, that's a good idea. And the window clings yeah. are really ge- – and I, I had that's never done idea. it before. I yeah. just – because of this call and I also saw something on, like, the wonderful world of Pinterest, mm-hmm. you know, ideas you can never pull off. That seemed like a reasonable one. Good yeah. job. But the dollar store, I hadn't thought about them being there. So I'm going to go do that first. Perfect. Good job. So I have a nine-month-old going on 10-month-old who is literally just getting faster every day and touching things he's not supposed to touch. And I'm going crazy because every 10 minutes is a fight. But I swear to you, this is genius. 
because we just got a new entertainment center. We've been too lazy to get rid of the old one. And it's hot in our apartment. And I want to keep the doors open. But keeping the doors open means he's going to run down the hallway and cause destruction. So I just moved the old entertainment center, which is light and easy to move in front of the door. And he has fun playing with it. And he can't get around it. And he can't move it. And I get to sit down and drink coffee and watch my stupid news stories. And it's just a genius. And that's what I wanted to share because no one was here when I did it. And I can't really brag to the dogs. They don't care. So thank you so much. I love the show. Bye. Also, you may sound crazy that you shoved your piece of furniture in front of the door, yeah. but not to us. Not to us. Not to we us. We get it. I was There's like, something <laughs> like before they're two yeah. or two and a half, like when they're like uh, leading up to two, where like the idea that you could do a thing in your house that would allow you to sit down for a few minutes like and drink coffee or something, that is the goal. Like that is like, and it's not even just like a goal. It's almost like a beautiful dream yeah. that you may never attain. Right. Like the idea that that could even happen. Yeah. Is like magic. It is magic. And you are the fucking Doug Henning yeah. of magic right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Good job. Hi, One Bad Mother. I'm calling with a genius. I got the idea from my child's daycare. I have a three year old daughter who, unfortunately, thanks to Pixar movies, has been exposed to the word shut up. And thanks to Goonies know the word shit (laughs) and it hasn't really been a big problem until recently and she's become very into telling us to shut up or (laughs) shut mom and it's getting pretty old pretty fast (laughs) so the the idea the genius was to do what they do at daycare with potty talk and which we do with potty talk didn't even occur to me is just to say you know what you can say whatever you want in the bathroom you can you can be angry in the bathroom. You can say shut bad words in the bathroom, but you have to be in the bathroom. And so she goes in there, whether she's on the toilet or she's just in there, and she's just going shut 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 <laughs> shut up shut shut shut, and it and it's wonderful, it's amazing. And it doesn't work 100 percent of the time, but it works like 90 percent of the time, and it's just fucking genius. And also, it looks like a pretty good time, so I might actually <laughs> use that method myself. Thanks. You guys are awesome. Bye. I was going to say, yeah. that's, that's, that's almost Sounds a genius like for us, right? Yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> shit, 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 like sometimes geniuses I mean whatever we're trying to fix may not be the thing that we even wanted to get started in the first place mm-hmm. but sometimes the genius is just how to make that tolerable for the rest of our sure, lives yeah. you know what I mean right. like yep. everybody's doing the best they can mm-hmm. sometimes the best you can is screaming shit in the bathroom Yep. hey ladies I'm calling with a genius I'm out here on my back porch drinking coffee uh, I've got vacation time from work so what I'm doing to help my wife is getting up the time I normally would and I've got the baby tied to me in a little holder, and I'm outside with our dogs drinking my coffee while my wife sleeps in. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Yes. Fucking genius. Yes. It's really good. Yes. I, I, I love this. I love this. And, you know, like, again, no one's a hero here. No. But this is so... It's just something you can do. It's something you can and do. And it's so good for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I know. 
Like, I just, I mean, like, it's such a good reminder for either person in the relationship to do that on a vacation time or whatever. Or also just think outside the box of, like, what you would normally do. Like, think, like, just open your mind up to that these are, like, because I feel like we fall into these routines of, like, well, she just gets up with the baby, she just gets up with the baby, you know, there's, it's so much easier to kind of just do the thing that you've been doing every day, even if everybody's burnt out. Yeah. And it's, it's such a genius moment to be like, hold up, we can mix it up today. Yeah. Today is the day we can mix it up. Am am I going to be able to do this every day? No, that's not the point. I'm yeah. doing that today. Good job. That's yeah. good. Good pointing that out, Teresa. That's <laughs> very good. Thank you. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a genius. Um, I was feeling a little under the weather this week and was doing a lot of momming up, which was awesome. Proud of myself. But <laughs> the genius is that I had the foresight to make tomorrow night's dinner the day before so that I could take a nap during my kid's nap. So it was like Tuesday night and it's like, I'm going to make Wednesday night's dinner now. So all we have to do on Wednesday is heat it up. And during her nap, I'm going to take a nap. So it was like a (laughs) double win because dinner was made. And then I actually took the nap I had planned on taking. I know. So it was awesome. The kid was asleep. I made some soup. It was great. The next day I slept for the entire two hours my kid slept. And then I felt really refreshed. So that was my genius. Make dinner the night before. You're going to have the dinner. Okay. Bye. That's really it's, genius. It really is and genius. And it's like the pre-planning is so impressive it to is. me. Yeah. Like, thinking ahead and then following <laughs> through. I mean... <laughs> That's just amazing. It is. You're amazing. You are amazing. Hey, Biz and Teresa, you guys are doing a great job. I'm calling with a genius. Um, I've been struggling, or we have, I should say, been struggling with my almost five-year-old, you know, with choices and consequences and repeating the fact constantly that your choices have consequences (laughs) and that you need to make good choices and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Always the same thing on a broken record constantly, feeling like he's never getting it. So today, I told him about the wonderful book series that we had as kids called Choose Your Own Adventure. And I explained to him that you could choose your own adventure and you could choose to say, have the knight go fight the dragon or have the knight go to the castle and rescue a princess. This was just my example that I thought of up the top of my head. Didn't intend to be truly sexist, but you know what I mean. Anyway, point being, um, he got really excited by the concept of Choose Your Own Adventure and he said he wanted some of the books, which I agreed to get to for him. But I told him then that life is like a choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> and he really got the point and got the message. And all day, and hopefully this will continue for a while, <laughs> when I catch him on the verge of making a bad choice, I've been asking him, hey, what kind of adventure do you want to have today? And he says, a good one. And so he makes a better choice. So I thought I'd share that with all of you, anyone who's struggling to, with choices and consequences and <laughs> Um, older child behavior. But anyway, you guys are doing a great job. Everybody is doing a great job. Love the show. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. I, this That's is a good one. It's yeah. really good. And in our house, it plays out less in a cute story way. Mm-hmm. And more in a, you've got two choices, Katie mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a thing that will make me mm-hmm. yell. Or you could do a thing that will not make Your adventure choices are good day or bad day. Mm-hmm. What is it going to be? Uh, the way that this mom explained it seems a lot less, 
lot healthier and a lot more fun. I like it. I yeah. love it. It makes a lot of sense. It does. Yeah. It does. Good job. Good job. <laughs> hey, I'm calling with a genius today. Uh, my daughter decided that she wanted to listen to her music in the car, but her music is the Itchy Witchy Spider on repeat, uh, all the way to town and all the errands and all the way back. So instead of listening to the Itchy Witchy Spider the whole time, I faded the music to the back of the car for her and turned the volume down. And then I used my phone to put on a playlist. And my second part of the genius is that I just tucked my phone right into my bra strap on my shoulder (laughs) so I could hear it right in my ear but didn't have to use headphones and worry about missing other important sounds while we were driving. She was happy. I was happy. And it was a fantastic moment for both of us. Thanks. Bye. Yay! Yay. I I appreciate the extra tucking it into the bra strap. This is pretty genius. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah. You have to have a supportive bra. Yes. Yeah. But you should anyway. That's right. It's for you. You deserve a supportive bra. (laughs) As long as you get support from something in your life. (laughs) Hi, I'm calling with a genius. I have two kids, a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and mornings in my house are slightly hellacious. Uh, neither of them wants clothes. Only tutus and shirts with cats will do, and we have a limited supply of those. So the other morning, after a lot of screaming and um, finally getting my children ready, I had to go out to the driveway to move my husband's car so that I could get to my car. So I had left the kids inside with my husband. I moved my husband's car, and the genius is, I did not just drive away. I never come home. <laughs> Thanks. I love you guys so much. Bye. And that's how we're going to end the genius segment today, everybody. Because that is what it all, that is truly the genius moment yes. that we are each one of us clinging to every day. So true. We didn't drive away today, guys. <laughs> we stuck around for one more day in paradise. <laughs> Good job, Mom. <laughs> Teresa, speaking of geniuses, somebody has come up with a genius solution to a problem that many of us find ourselves having after creating human beings. (laughs) Turns out, sometimes making a person means we might pee a little when we laugh, sneeze, stand up sit down, and that can make us not feel so great. Yeah, that can be a major bummer. <laughs> um, but Icon Undies has us covered. Icon Undies are beautiful underwear that can hold up to five teaspoons of liquid. And just so you guys know, like it's kind of amazing. They don't feel like you're wearing a pad, and they are basically, say you like laugh and giggle in the morning. You don't have to like run home from work and change. You can actually wear that same pair of undies the rest, whole rest of the day and be fine. And they even guarantee their undies. After 30 days, if you're unsatisfied, you'll get a full refund. Boom. So just go to IconUndies.com to shop their gorgeous underwear and enter code BADMOTHER for $5 off your order. And I don't know why anybody would not do that. Failures. 
Fail. Fail. You suck. Teresa, fail me. We recently, we get a lot of our furniture and household items secondhand because Jesse likes to go to the flea market. And we got a chair. Is that, it haunted? I'm sorry. Is it haunted? Could be. Okay. I don't I don't investigate because I'm scared of haunted things. So I'd rather I'm not like, is your fail that you brought a haunted chair into the house? That's <laughs> sorry, I could not control myself. Okay. Please go ahead. Hauntings are irrelevant to this. All right. Um so there although actually Whoa. now that I think about hey. it, just listen to the rest of the story. There could be something to that. So it kind of was like a, the upholstery was a little the worse for wear and Jesse picked up some like really pretty embroidered like I don't know almost like f- just fabric mm-hmm. like squares okay that were clearly like used to be a pillow or something but now it's just the just the cover sure and so he laid it out over this new chair and it looked really really nice but the kids kept like climbing on it and messing up the fabric and so it was like falling everywhere so he bought upholstery tax. Hmm. Yeah. Let that one sink in. Yeah, everybody for a just sit down and think about upholstery two small children tax. and tax. So, and then he painstakingly attached the tax all the way around the chair sure. with this fabric. Sure. <laughs> and basically, for months, we've just been dealing with Simon going there pulling out upholstery tacks and dropping them on the floor. And then me getting over there, getting mad, putting the upholstery tacks back. And then that's on repeat, like basically every day. And I don't like know what to do. Like for at this point, there's no more upholstery tax on the chair because we gave up. Throw that fucking but, like, chair away. Basically, like I didn't. I felt like it wasn't my project. Right, sure. So like it wasn't my. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's the fail. I was like, this yeah. isn't my thing. I don't need to. And then charge of this. <laughs> so this thing just went on for way. Way too long. Oh, um, it's possible the chair was trying to kill us. Yeah, it's possible. Um, but oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, that you're right. There were several elements of that <laughs> fail. <laughs> uh, my fail. I, I think I mentioned this a little bit at the beginning of the show. I just shouldn't have gone on the internet the last like four days, guys. Uh-huh. It's like the this whole thing, the zoo thing, the whole zoo thing. It, it I like it. I I'm a little sensitive to people mm-hmm. being horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as I would like to think we all are. Yes. But like last night, as a result of trying not to look at stuff and read stuff, mm-hmm. uh, it still like would just come up somewhere on the internet. Oh, And yeah. like you're, you're just scrolling you can't through it. it. You can't just like escape right. it. Yeah. And even though I'm all about setting my filters, as soon as I see somebody talk about something that I know I'm not going to want to pay attention to for a couple of weeks, I just take yeah. them off my rotation for a while, put them back on later when things have died down, yeah. just to keep myself from seeing it. But as a result, like last night, it just like came to a head and it took me like, I, I don't remember when I fell asleep. As soon as I got into the bed, which is where all of my worry, stress, thinking really comes into effect. Mm-hmm. I was just like up all night. Oh my God. Uh, just thinking about if I was that mother. Like I could yeah. not get yeah. the fear. Like I think yeah. about the time that like, you know, Ellis, I'm going to pick him up and I it, it doesn't work out and he falls or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, the time I sent Katie Bell out, she wanted to learn how to skateboard. She's out like trying to be on a skateboard and I'm trying to watch Ellis at the same time at this park. Yeah. And I can see her do the falls and she's catching herself. But I'm like, 
one of these falls could be a really bad fall. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that whole cycle of, and then you add that to what this woman went through. Not that I, I, could, I think I can safely say this woman will have to go to therapy to deal with the guilt and stress and like anxiety and yeah. panic and like yeah. <gasps> that, you know, and I just, I was like up all night and I just, I, I may just not be able to be on the internet for a while. <laughs> like, it, but it, like my fail was just, I should have known. I know better about myself. Mm-hmm. We don't have to look at these things, guys. We don't mm-hmm. have to go on. If something's bothering us. We, do, I mean, how many times do I say that to myself? Yeah. If something's bothering me or I know it's going to upset me, don't do it. I know. <laughs> it's you okay. You know what, though? I have to say, I, I hear you on this fail. I just have to say, I think it's so natural when something bad happens for us to try to make sense of it. I know. Like, And yes. that is really what you're... Like, I totally hear you on that being a fail because, like, once you get into it, you can tell, okay, at a certain point you can tell, I'm not going to be able to make myself feel better right. about this. And yet you're addicted by yeah. then. You're you like, can't, you can't stop. I can't stop thinking yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I can't like, yeah. you know. And then it's in your head. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the best thing I've done is not get involved in any conversations to date. Yeah. Except for coming onto the show and talking about it. Yeah. But anyway, that's what that was. Yeah. So... There that we sucks. go. I'm sorry. It does suck. Yeah. Let's make ourselves feel better okay. by listening to other people make horrible mistakes. Great. <laughs> Hi, ladies. So uh, this is a fail. I recently called in a genius. You played it on the show. I took the knobs off the DVD player or the DVD <laughs> container so my daughter couldn't get to it. Uh, and Biz, I put it in a Ziploc and I stuck it in the drawer. So I knew exactly where it was. <laughs> Here's the problem. She's now figured out she can shove things through the screw hole. So at the end of every day, I find little pieces of bread with peanut butter shoved in there. Uh, I've found Play-Doh. I found chocolate, which I thought was poop, which really, really sent me over the edge until I figured out it was just chocolate. So every day, it's like this little treasure hunt to see what my daughter has shoved in there. And sometimes she'll be able to shove things in there and actually pull the drawer out and open it. So it's like her genius for being so smart and figuring that shit out and my fail for having to find little things in there every day. It's been tons of fun. Love the show. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Bye. I felt it was important to have like a revisiting genius. Yeah. Because sometimes those, we've talked about that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes our genius moments, like like shoving furniture in front of the doorway, (laughs) pull noodles around the the edge, (laughs) taking knobs off of important pieces Uh of furniture, uh, give us that piece Mm -hmm. that we are looking for. And then one day, yeah, don't. Right. It sounds like it's time for you to remove all the furniture in your house. That's like the next call I expect to get. Biz. Yeah. I solved all my problems by removing all the furniture from my house. Hi, I'm calling with a fail. Um, My son, his teacher told me that he's not writing in school and she wanted to encourage him to be writing on his own more. So we started adding in some writing homework at home, and I kept reminding him that he knows how to write, he can write at school, and one day he came home and told me he'd written a word at school. And so I got excited, I asked him what word he wrote, and he told me he wrote the word shit. (laughs) And he was so proud of himself for finally writing a word, I couldn't even get that mad, but yep, that was the first word he wrote at school, and he spelled it S. 
E.T., so his teacher thinks he's writing the word sit. So genius on his part, I guess. <laughs> yep, thanks. Bye. Amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. It is an amazing fail. It, it, that's more of a mom, like, inter- oh, internal it's a, it's fail, right? It's an internal right? fail. Like, internal wow, fail. This is the word that <laughs> he chose. Brought, yeah. You should have that shit brought, pardon me, you should have that word mm-hmm. <laughs> framed. Yes. And right up over uh, his learning desk, whatever that is, <laughs> whoever has a learning desk. This is your be an idiot desk, this is your learning desk. <laughs> which which adventure desk are you going to choose today, Timmy? <laughs> Hi, ladies. So I'm sitting in the Target parking lot, and I just I had to call in this fail because I just got one too many looks in the store. <laughs> um, we've been dealing with a really bad cold all week, so there have been a lot of, like, the little containers that you put medicine in around the house, you know, because we've got, like, I don't know, seven or eight of them. <laughs> so my daughter's been playing with them in the morning, and I haven't really been thinking about it or noticing anything until yesterday we went to go take photos of Santa and she had some weird red shit on her face, whatever. I'm just thinking, oh, my husband didn't clean her face. Well, then I noticed this morning she had the little cup again and she's playing with it and she's got it on her mouth and she's sucking out all the air. And, you know, I remember doing that as a kid and not really thinking anything. Then a little while later, I check out her face again and it's full of this red rash. And then what I realize my kid is doing is sucking all the air out and giving herself this big, huge hickey around her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and so the people at the store just kept looking at me like, what is wrong with your kid's face? What is that rash? Is it contagious? And it's like, no, don't worry. She just gave herself a hickey. That's all. <laughs> Anyways, had to call in my fail. Love the show. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye. Uh- Oops. Yeah, yeah, oops. Oops. <laughs> Don't take your kid anywhere. <laughs> so I'm going through Julia Cameron's um, The Artist Way for Parents workbook, <laughs> and she talks about taking your kids on artist dates. So my son really wants to be a scientist, and I took him to hear Neil deGrasse Tyson speak last night. It was great. He loved it. This is where the fail comes in. Uh, Thank you, Julia Cameron. She also talks about letting your kids have autonomy with their creative tools. So, like, if your kid asks for scissors and paper, you give them the scissors and paper and walk away, and you don't, like, cover and criticize them and all that stuff. So my kid asked for scissors and paper this morning, and against my better judgment, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be hippy-dippy, and I'm going to let him be creative, and I give him the scissors, and I walk away. (laughs) Five minutes later, he runs in my room, holding a giant piece of hair in his hand, and my kid has a bald spot right in front of his head now. (laughs) He says, Mom, look, I cut my own hair. I want to be a scientist like Dr. Tyson. Can I have a bowl of water and some soap so I can test surface tension? <sighs> yeah. He wanted to know if hair floats, so he chopped his own hair. <laughs> uh, and he looks ridiculous. We're about to buzz his head, so he's going to look like a baby skinhead. <laughs> the, only, <laughs> the only genius I can find in all of this is that he was paying attention to Dr. Tyson. <laughs> so we learned a really cool lesson about surface tension, but I feel like a 
total bad mom right now. <laughs> it's that like, okay, first of all, this is a great story when your son's winning his Nobel Peace Prize in science. Yeah, okay, this is going to be a cute story because yeah. I think they let moms tell stories they do. at awards for the Nobel Peace Prize because yeah. that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, two... There you go. There's that example of why aren't you just letting your kid do what they're, you know, like all the books and all the pressure of like, let your kids explore and do yeah. their own thing. Yeah. It's your responsibility to let them do it. And you know yeah. what? It, it is. I mean, God knows. I've yeah. like Katie Bell. There comes a day where you like just can't be there and yeah. they have got to start doing stuff on their but own. But even if you can always yeah. be there, it is also healthy, healthy. to not always be right there. <laughs> Here's the thing. Somebody, if your kid hasn't cut their hair off, they're still a good, they're still Still time. There's right. still time yeah. for you to make a horrible mistake yeah. in terms of giving your kid scissors. Because yeah. if it isn't the hair, it's the pet's hair, or it's the sibling's hair, yeah, or, or it's clothing. the curtain. Simon it's clo- was yeah, the clothing. clothing for the longest time. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Just going to school like yeah. super eighties, like Death Leopard <laughs> out with his cut up t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And Teresa, look, Teresa was a horrible mother then, and you're a horrible mother now. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking rubber scissors for everybody, guys. So it is raining, and I'm trying to get my kids organized and ready so we can go to some sort of indoor play space. And um, I'm in the other room trying to get, like, put my hair in a ponytail so we can just leave. And I hear my kids, and they're playing both of them with this mermaid castle thing that is, like, a very popular toy they both really like. And I hear the little guy giving the big sister a little bit of a turn and kind of sharing. And like, oh, my God, they're actually sharing this as opposed to fighting. This is really good. Mm-hmm. So I go running in to say, like, good job sharing to really notice it. <laughs> and as I go running in, I manage to bring the hairspray that I'm using on my hair and spray it in my own eye. Like <laughs> under my glasses and into my eye. <laughs> I don't swear out loud, so I guess it could have been a bigger fail. <laughs> but still a pretty good fail. My eyelashes now keep trying to stay, like get glued shut because of the hairspray. Um, yeah, just doing too many things at one time and uh, not like the opposite of self care. I guess that's what that is. Yeah, a good fail. Love the show. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> that's so funny. That's the best. I can just visually see that whole thing unfold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's great because it was so unnecessary too. But it's just one of those things where you're like compulsively like, oh, I have to acknowledge that. <laughs> Like, you know. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Oh, so good. It is good. I have a terrible fail, and I'm not sure which part of it is the fail or whether it's all a fail. But um, I have a second grader, and his homework for this week was to write down what he was thankful for <laughs> and who he was thankful for and why, uh, because Thanksgiving is coming up. And... When I sat down to work on this with him, he couldn't think of anything he was thankful for. And when I tried to suggest things like food and having a nice place to sleep, he was like, why would I be thankful for those things? Which, of course, made me think like, oh, my God, what kind of monster am I raising? So then I proceeded to talk to him very seriously about why he should be thankful for those things and all the people that don't have them. And I scared the crap yeah. out of him. And he started crying and freaking out. And he kept saying, Mommy, that's too scary. <laughs> so I can't decide if it's more of a fail that he doesn't appreciate all the good stuff he has <laughs> or that uh, in trying to make him appreciate it, I terrified him. So that's my fail. Thanks. <laughs> oh. uh, I know. That's what I tell you. That's... I, 
over everybody is going to go through this at one point in time mm-hmm. with the kid where you're like, it's just something about those holidays that make you feel like that's the only time you can talk to your kid about this. And uh-huh. the pressure is like on to get yeah. your kid super thankful and super selfless. Mm-hmm. And like... <laughs> But you do feel like, have I raised this unempathetic, horrible monster? Like, is this a sociopath? Do you know what laughter is? (laughs) Right? Like, so you're you're doing all right. You're doing all right. And, (laughs) And... or you're not. <laughs> You'll, who knows? It's fine. You've got the rest of your lives to find out. <laughs> Hi, One Bad Mothers. I am leaving a wonderful fail. <laughs> I was so excited. It was a beautiful day. Then I take my dog and my baby to the dog park, get the dog some exercise, get me and the baby some fresh air. She'd hopefully take a good nap. We pack everything up, we get to the dog park, the baby's crying, I have to unbuckle her, I have to get out the carrier, I have to make sure she has her sun hat on, I get her out of the car, I put her in the carrier, I grab the poop bags and I grab the chucket and I grab the ball and I grab a water bottle for me and a water bottle for the dog and the leash and I get into the dog park and I have the baby all positioned and have everything ready to go and... I didn't bring the dog. I didn't even bring the dog to the dog park. The dog is still at home, sitting by the door, probably wondering why I took her leash and left her at home. So, guess I got to go back and get the dog and put the baby back in the car seat. Wish me luck. Thanks. Oh, my God. That is amazing. It's amazing. And I can also totally see See that happening. Yes. Yes. That's just it. Yes. That's totally a thing that happens. Oh, completely. Guys, all of these are things that happen all the time. (laughs) And you are either in the camp that doesn't believe this could ever possibly happen (laughs) because you live in some magical unicorn world or you're of the team of like, high five. Enjoy going back and getting your dog. You're still doing a good job. Hi, One Bad Mothers. I have a failure. I was having a fire with my husband and my three-year-old son. And we're all cozy and relaxed. And my son told us that he had to go pee. So I decided to tell him to go outside. So we taught him how to pee outside in a corner. And so it was a genius at the time, but then about a week later, my mother and my brother uh, from out of town took him to a park with my nieces and nephews, and he decided to pull down his pants and piss in the middle of the playground in front of a bunch of kids. Didn't care at all. But yep, that's my failure. Thanks for being mother. Love you guys. You're just preparing him for college. <laughs> You're just preparing him for like some frat parties and stuff. Oh, Don't man. worry. I that this is this is no, that's so real. It's so because, real. Like yeah, it's so easy to like not think of like you showed him the skill, right? But like there was like a key component missing, which is like his judgment about like where <laughs> and when. I keep thinking back to being in that park before we ever started the show yeah. with like Katie Bell at the pirate park yeah. and like. You know, there's kids everywhere, moms everywhere, and I like several of us start to notice the kid just kind of oh, like yeah. wandering over the tree and pulling down his pants and taking a shit by the tree. Right. And then everybody's like, "Well, where is the mom?" And like, the mom's talking to a friend. She doesn't, you yeah. know, because her kids just free roam in the park. Yeah, as kids are welcome to do. Yeah, but everybody's like, 
should we need to step in? Like, what should yeah. we like do about this, <laughs> this yeah. moment? And it was it was fine. Everybody did a great job. But that's just it. When yeah. kids learn that they can go places, yeah. not that this woman taught her kid to take a shit outside. Right. It just seemed like a like a fucking pee outside. I know. I take a crap outside. Yeah, yeah it, this is this is great. And I, <laughs> I and I wanted to take a minute to set up the next three fails that are coming okay. in. Because I, I, I want you guys to know that there's there are a lot of patterns that mm-hmm. develop in our calls. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that in our in our what we've learned segment of this of this genius fail spectacular. Uh, but I wanted you guys to know there truly is a whole series of poop-related fails. Okay, great. There's never a poop-related genius, yeah. guys. Okay. I just throw that out there for somebody True. to try yeah. and, and make happen. Yeah. But uh, here we go. Special series collection of poop-related fails. And magically, they're all different. <laughs> well, this is a fail, but with a twist. Um <laughs> For Mother's Day, my husband actually made brunch plans for myself, um, him, and my 19-month-old daughter. Um, so we get to the restaurant. Things are going pretty good. 20 minutes into it, I look over. She's pooping. I can tell. She's just pooping, and I'm like, awesome. All right, well, you know, since men's rooms generally do not have changing tables, I'm going to go change her. Go into the the woman's room, no changing table. Look at my arm, poop. Poop on my arm, poop explosion. She's 19 months old, this generally does not happen. I'm like, awesome. Probably don't have to change the clothes. Anyways, lay her on the floor, because I have no other choice. Get her naked, clean her up, change her, scour through the diaper bag, find one onesie that's way too small, but hey, Put it on her, and I'm like, all right, well, she's just going to have to be pantless um, <laughs> in a restaurant. So l- luckily, a woman walks in with her little toddler, and, you know, of course, I use that moment to, to vent what ha- would have just happened <laughs> and, you know, commiserate a little. And she looks in her bag and pulls out a pair of pants. And says, my daughter's almost grown out of the, these pants. You can have them. She's like, us moms got to stick together. <laughs> you know, it's Mother's Day. And I literally wanted to cry out of happiness. And just, I just, it really just, you know, made me feel all warm and fuzzy that, you know, someone would be so kind to someone who clearly had failed so, so bad, <laughs> sadly, on Mother's Day. So, that's my fail with the warm and fuzzy twist. Um, love your show. Love you guys. Um, I hope you guys had a happy Mother's Day. Bye. This the poop explosion and realizing you do not have a change of clothes. Mm. They, they're discovering you don't yeah. have a change of clothes for whatever reason. Yeah. It definitely feels like a fail. Well, and any time you end up having to change your baby on the floor of a yeah. public restroom, it feels like it a fail. It feels like a fail, even if. It's totally not your fault. Well, like you're right. doing the best you can. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. That woman who gave you those pants is yeah. very generous and kind to do that. Yeah. But I have to take this moment to say this is what we should expect from each other all the time. Yeah, absolutely. We should never feel yeah. bad that our kids poop or pee. Yeah. Okay? We, we, we just have to stop that. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Okay? It and, should be happening. And if you see us, <laughs> in fact... That is a thing that should be happening. Uh, or if you, and if you've got an extra set of whatever, yeah, 
or or if you just are having that lucky day where it's not your kid pooping all over themselves, yeah. we should be like, here's some extra diapers. Here's a change of pants I happen to have. You know, yeah. I mean, like, this is how we should be functioning yeah. with or without kids. Yeah. Okay? And also, I just want to say, if you haven't, like, if you've had those moments yeah. where you're like, oh, I wish I would have said something to that mom. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish, you know, maybe I should have been. Yeah. You know what? It's It's fine. Yeah. It's we're all going through whatever we're going right. through, and it's never like too late yeah. to like try, you know, like <laughs> approach things in a different way. That's right. I was like, I, you know, I totally had that moment. I was at Target, and there was a woman trying to get her baby in the stroller, uh-huh. and that baby was having none of it, and he was screaming yeah. and fighting her, and she was getting stressed, and it was like elevating. And I just went over, and I was like, and all I said was, "Oh, I think you have my son." <laughs> I was like, you're doing a good job. My kid hated being in the stroller. Yeah. And there's no better place yeah. to have this, for him to have this meltdown <laughs> yeah. than right here at the entry of Target. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're okay. Yeah. And, but I, there have been lots of times I've passed the people I see yeah. having the breakdown and yeah. I should have said something and I yeah. wish I had. Yeah. And you're right. It doesn't, we shouldn't feel bad for having never done it. Yeah. We should be like becoming more awake of doing yeah. that for ourselves yeah. and each other. And it's not always the right time. Like whatever's right, going true. on with you or whatever. Like sometimes I've got two yeah. fuzzy kids and my arms are full and it's like, you it would be it. ridiculous for me. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. But it's just, it's all about that awareness, I think, as you say. That's right. And all that said, how sad and horrible you <laughs> Took your baby to a restaurant. And now her onesie is so small. Oh, it's so small. It's the smallest onesie of shame. (laughs) Hi, Biz and Teresa. I have a poop fail for you, just in case you don't have enough of those. We don't. Um, My nine-month-old is, she says hello, apparently. (laughs) Um, she's not eating a whole lot of solids yet, so she's still in the, the liquid phase and had a little bit of a blowout today. So I changed her diaper and noticed there was a little bit on her onesie, um, like kind of on the side of the back flap where it snaps. Um, so I kind of rolled that up behind her and went to put away the dirty diaper and get a new outfit for her. And as I'm doing that, I noticed she kind of chewing on the front part of the snaps. I'm like, yeah, she's fine. So I leave her for a few minutes, watch her chewing on those, and I come back to change her. And sure enough, as you've probably guessed by now, um, there was poop on the front. Yeah. So that's my fail for today. I watched my child eat poop or chew on poop. Anyway, thanks a lot. Bye. Circle of life, guys. (laughs) Circle of life. It is about as organic as you can get. True. She ate it. She made it. She ate it again. Hi, I'm calling with a fail. (laughs) I am potty training my son, and he pooped in his underwear, which is, you know, par for the course. But it's a fail because while we were running to the toilet, I tripped on the vacuum and yelled fuck really loud. <laughs> and then when we got to the bathroom, he had already pooped his pants, so the poop fell out of the underwear and on the floor, mm. which required me to clean the whole bathroom from top to bottom because it, of course, got trekked everywhere. Mm. Fail number two. 
Fail number three is that I was so frustrated that I opted out of our family walk to the park because it's a beautiful day and it's a long weekend. And fail number four is actually that not only earlier today did I listen to the Parenting Karma episode, but I subsequently on Skype with my mom told her that he was getting really good at using Mm. the potty and Mm. telling us when he needed to go. Clearly, I have not learned. Uh, The only thing that made me feel better is I got to uh, listen to the rest of that episode and I heard about Teresa's very epic two-hour poop cleanup. (laughs) So uh, thanks a lot, Teresa. I'm feeling a little bit better now. Oh, good. Love the show, you guys. Thanks very much. Bye. Ah, That's awesome. The ultimate takeaway. Somebody's always probably failing a little bit worse than you. It's so true, yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Hi, ladies. I've got a fail for you. I was walking the kids to the library this morning. I had the 14-month-old in a stroller, and the three-and-a-half-year-old was using his uh, no pedals bike, so it's one of those kind of like walking, running bikes. And when we cross the street, I'm very clear with him, like, stay next to me, don't go in front of me, stay next to me, do not cross the street in front of me. Uh, so, of course, we go to cross the street, and he goes in front of me, and then we get to the uh, the other side, and he continues to kind of veer off towards the street. And so I let go of the stroller to pull his on his hood to make sure that he didn't drive back into the street with his little bike. Uh, and mid-grab, so my hand is on the hood, and I realize I did not lock the stroller before I let go of it. So instinctually, I whipped around to grab the stroller, make sure it wasn't running backwards uh, into the street. But of course, when I did that, I pulled the three-and-a-half-year-old with me off of his bike by his hood. And it was an awful moment, and he screamed and cried, and people saw it, and it was terrible, and it was just a huge fail. And I have felt off. This happened like three days ago, and I still think about it all the time because it was awful. So I just had to let my my guilt out here because it was a bad fail. All right. Love the show. Thank you. Bye. Let your guilt out and let it go and say goodbye to it because you were literally just trying to keep everybody safe. That was the only thing that you were doing in like that entire span of time that you described was trying to keep your kids safe. Yeah, you actually did everything yeah. right that your yeah. instincts told you to do. Yeah. And and that's it. That is yeah. like that is that is where we are right now. And yeah. I, I think that's why this assumption that when when things happen and accidents happen, yeah. that 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 it is because of some sort of negligence or some sort of desire to harm or yeah. not care. Yeah. When really, what it is is you're in the middle of trying to keep everyone safe, yeah. and it is an impossible task, guys. Right. Yeah, you even have, if you only have one kid, yes. it's impossible to keep your kid always safe. This is not like a unique thing just to the world of parents, but the expectations we have on parents mm-hmm. is absurd. You did a great 
job. And I appreciate the feeling of failure. And I appreciate that people saw you do this. And how that adds to this feeling that you've done something wrong. But what all those people on that street should have done and may have been doing was applauding you for keeping your kids safe at an intersection. Yeah. Okay? Or coming over and seeing if you need help with anything. And not in like a bitchy way. Just in like a, hey, like saw I saw what happened. Good job. Good job. And like what do you can do you I carry something for you? Yeah. yeah. Do you just need a second? Yeah. Right? Like, totally. yeah, yeah. I just yeah. It's just we're gonna be going through this a lot, guys. Yeah. So we've gotta be the very first people in our lives to give ourselves a break. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. They offer an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Hey, you know what? Jesse and I have one. We sleep on one. It's really nice. It came in a box in the mail. <laughs> that is genius. These mattresses are made in America and offer a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. It's 500 bucks for a twin-size mattress, 950 for a king-size mattress. Comparing that to industry averages, that's a pretty great price point. Plus, they bring it to you in a box in the mail. Yes, <laughs> really, so actually, better. really fun to open it, too. <laughs> One Bad Mother listeners can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash badmother and using promo code badmother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I am feeling much better after listening to so many amazing genius moments and yeah. so many amazing fails. Aren't we all the worst? <laughs> Together. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We are. Um, but it would not be a genius fail spectacular without tagging on a few rants. Oh, good. I mean, what's a, what's a special without some very special breakdowns? Hi. Uh, this is a quick rant. Um, I uh, This is the second day in a row that I went to the wrong place completely for work. Um, I have a nine-month-old at home, and we're not sleeping a ton, and she's awesome and great, but it's a lot of work, and my mom's being treated for cancer, and I had a huge tax bill, and so my head is just, like, totally in the clouds, and then Yesterday, I had a a meeting for work, and I went to completely the wrong location, which wouldn't have been a big deal, and it wasn't a big deal. Everyone laughed it off, but I felt like shit, and then today, again, this morning, Tuesday morning, so both Monday and Tuesday, I have gone to completely the wrong place for work, and I just don't, I, I can't, this is not something that I do, and I don't accept this for myself, and I'm just so upset that I can't get my head in the game. And I can't get it together to show up on time, dressed, and at the correct place. I'm dressed and on time, but I'm at completely the wrong place. And I just don't know what to do about it. And I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. And that's that. 
and I, that's that. Um, maybe I feel a little better, but now I'm going to drive 15 minutes so I can be 15 minutes late but in the correct place. Okay. Bye. You know, this is like, what well, I like this as our segue into our rants. Yes. Because this feels like a failure, too. Yeah. But this is a real bad, I hear you. It's so frustrating. It's really. Like, I know that feeling of, like, the one time that it happens and you're like, oh, this, this isn't me. Like, oh, this will never happen again. Then when it happens again, you kind of start to spiral, I think, pretty easily because <laughs> yeah. suddenly you feel like this isn't in your control anymore. Like, there's this feeling like, oh, I can't fix this yeah. myself. Like, this is something that's happening. Yeah. And I've, lo- it's the- I've lost control. Yeah. And I've lost the sense of who I am. Yeah. I know I can get to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow I'm not. And somehow yeah. I'm not. Why am I yeah. not where I'm supposed to be? Yeah. Did I just... Have aliens abducted me? Did I... What day is it? Yeah. What do you mean it's 2016? Exactly. I could have sworn it was still 2015. Like, yeah. this is a real place that you're yes, in. Yes, it is. And it is, it's, here are the things that I, again, I don't think we talk about enough, except on the show. And that is, what a scary place that is. And mm-hmm. what an unnerving mm-hmm. place that is. And that place is just this beautiful cesspool that can spring out, like that can emit so many like self-doubt, self-judging. Mm-hmm. It sets us up to be like, who am I? Where it, right. it, it gives us a hard platform to just be accepting mm-hmm. of ourselves and giving ourselves permission to make these mistakes. Having a nine-month-old baby is hard. Mm-hmm. Not having sleep is a real thing. Mm-hmm. It really affects us. And... You are doing a remarkable job. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you really are. You are not alone. We're all either showing up at the wrong place or putting the milk in the pantry or putting, you know, the meat right into the garbage can or not putting a diaper on our kid mm-hmm. or, you know, forgetting to buckle our kid in the car. Or, I mean, like, listen every week, guys. Yeah. This is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There's nothing wrong with it. No. It is actually the most normal thing. That's so true. Ever. Wow. Thank you for right? saying that. That is so true. It is yeah. so true. Yeah. And it will not be like this forever. Something new and horrible will replace it later. But this <laughs> thing that you're going through will not last forever. And you are doing a great job. Yeah, you are. Hi, um, this is Teresa. I'm calling with a rant. There's a mouse in our apartment right now, and and it's just a nightmare. And um, my two-year-old is sleeping, and I should be sleeping, but I can't sleep because I have a mouse outside my door um, scratching. I don't even know. Is it a mouse? I don't even know, but it's so... I just feel like I could do this before when I didn't have a kid, barely, but now I can't not sleep and deal with this thing that's running around. Maybe there's more than one. I don't even know. I I, I just feel like this is just not acceptable and there should be a, a service for people with children and mice and everything. And I don't have, I don't have a cat and I, I just feel like we'll never get him and the mouse. And I, I just, 
I don't know. I'm not going to be able to sleep until until he's dead. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks. I love the show so much, and um, I don't know if this makes any sense. So thank you. Bye. <laughs> I love the like the like pre expectation. Like she's already just reached to the point like yeah. she hasn't tried anything yeah yet, there's been, but like, have a cat i haven't called a service yeah. is, i like that it is means there a question a is there a service are there cats will i sleep <laughs> and then it's like but i just i i just feel like we'll never catch him no matter <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a little like the yellow wallpaper-esque you it know what is. i mean like something scratching yeah is it scratching yeah i what can't sleep but i can't do anything about it like John, like we're gonna yeah. go into her apartment late yeah. because like here's the thing this is why i think Teresa and i find this so unsupportingly hilarious and that is when you are tired yeah. with, with kids yeah. or with any, you just when there's this weird thing yeah. that feels totally out of your control and people legitimately are scared of mice oh yeah okay that's true too. people really have yeah. a fear of mice yeah and there's just like a million things associated with having a mouse in your house sure. right and so you can't sleep because this thing is like happening it's out of your control you yeah. don't know what to do that for lots of us to go from discovering there's a mouse in your house uh-huh. to going to somebody coming in and you've pulled apart your entire house because you've been crawling after trying to catch this mouse yeah. and like you're working through the woodwork and yeah. the walls and everything's been shredded yeah. is like a day yeah <laughs> like, that's what like it is such a real place of insanity yeah and it's it's a huge undertaking it's a potentially. huge yeah right so she's like exhausted yeah. she's it's nighttime she wants to sleep yeah and she's facing this seemingly yeah. the mou- insurmountable <laughs> The mouse challenge. in her mind is running faster than the mouse that's actually out in the yes. house, right? Or yes. the apartment. Yes. Like, the good news is this actually is a solvable problem. Yes. There are people who will come. Yeah. And remove the mouse. Mm-hmm. They actually will have nothing to do with your kids. So the idea of a service yeah. for kids and mice, yeah. wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Somebody come take my child. <laughs> the, uh, je- je- uh, you Google that shit. And- Maybe she was thinking of somebody who's extra quiet. Uh, like, do she doesn't right want to have then. somebody come in right now and wake up her baby. So she's like, <laughs> I need somebody right I need right somebody who minute. specializes in doing this very quietly for people right, who are kids that need to be sleeping. But you're also setting up traps and there's poison true, and you want to have some. Somebody who's true. mindful. Yep. Traps like, and poison. Yep. You're doing a good yep. job. Mm. This is valid. Oh. And this is a it's this so is hard. A hard place to be. Yes. You are doing a good job. Good job. Yes. Hi. I'm calling with um, a rant uh, from my pumping room where you can probably hear my pumping machine in the background because it's the only time of day that I get to myself every two hours, Um, but I'm calling because I just returned to work four weeks ago, and um, I live in New York City, and it takes freaking forever to get anywhere, and my commute is an hour and a half on the subway, which means that I spend like an hour with my son when I get home before I have to put him to bed, and he is not adjusting well. He's like waking up every hour um, during the night because he wants to hang out with me, and um, it's I feel like such a bad mom. I feel like every time he wakes up, um, I don't know, I go through like the stages of grief, <laughs> like denial that this is really happening. Is he really waking up every fucking hour? And I'm like bargaining with him to like, just let me sleep more. I just get, I just get so pissed and I'm so on the edge and it's like, 
are these 12 hours that he sees me, you know, where, like, most of them were trying to struggle with him being asleep, like, are they going to be, like, his perception of me forever, you know, that, like, I'm just this, like, irritable bitch woman who's just, like, forcing him into <laughs> this, like, straitjacket swaddle and yelling at him to get some sleep because um, that's not who I am, and I love this kid so much. It's just, I don't want this to be the whole time with me going back to work. I just feel like a piece of shit, basically. So, anyways, thank you for listening. Um, love the show. Bye. Uh, I know. It's, that is like, again, I... <laughs> All of this is real. Yeah. All of this, this, for parents to try and find this balance of being a parent and making work work mm-hmm. and the commuting and the feeding, especially when they're still so young and just finding the quality time and the whole time trying to stay like emotionally present and mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm is really hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's really valid what you're feeling. And you really are doing a good job in a circumstance that feels hard to be in. Yeah. It probably feels almost impossible that this will work out, but it is going to work out. And to answer your question, no, that is not how your child is going to see you. As like an angry bitch woman, I think is what <laughs> like you said. Like two in the morning. No, it's no. not. He, you're right that he's having trouble adjusting. You know, you're four weeks in. Yeah. And he probably it does want to hang out with you. And he is getting to have that time with you. And he's going to adjust. And you are too. And it's enormous. It's major. It's enormous and it's major. But I think that's a really good point. I don't think we give ourselves credit. And I don't think you are giving yourself credit for the fact that you're even being present enough to be aware that this is a transition. Yeah. And that's what this is. Yeah. And any disruption plays out somehow in our lives with our kids. Yeah. And it's really hard to admit to those that there's a transition happening or that there's a, you know, a new set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And you are doing a good job to recognize that, even if it feels like you're still trying to find your way through that, to find a place where you guys sink back up. But just by acknowledging that indicates that you will get there. You guys will will get to that place again where it's working uh, for all of you in a way that feels better than this feels. And what you're doing now is like the work to get to that place. Like what you're doing right now isn't just like being in a shitty place that's for nothing. Like what you're doing right now is part of the process. And you're doing such a good job at it. Yeah. You are doing a good job. And I I think that that is what the Geniusville spectacular takeaway is, guys. You are doing a good job. And I feel like one of the things that we as people can feel like is that we are alone. And I just want to emphasize that the takeaway of today's show is that you are not alone. And so I actually came up with this list after listening to all the calls. And I I just wanted you to know that what you're going through is incredibly normal. Screaming children can make you lose your mind. That is normal. No sleep makes you lose your mind. That is normal. (laughs) 
kids get hurt and it makes you feel bad. That is normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when kids hit you and yell at you, it is horrible and emotionally draining and it hurts. It really hurts. Guys, that is something that is normal. Mm-hmm. More than one of you is calling in with that. Okay? Uh, letting your kid do something you swore you'd never do can actually make things way easier. That's like 90% of our genius calls, guys. Is, hey, I swore I'd never do this thing that I thought I'd feel really bad about, and now everything is great. We are not to feel bad that genius moments won't last, and we should embrace that this also means the fails won't last either, yep. guys. Both, both are ephemeral. But I, I think that's the other takeaway, yeah. is that you are entitled to feel However, you need to feel yeah, absolutely. about everything happening in your yeah. life. Teresa and I can sit here and say whatever we want, add our two cents to all these calls. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is we're not here to tell you to feel a certain mm-hmm. way either. No way. This is everything you're feeling is valid. Um, even if to somebody else listening to it, they're like, why would that make you feel bad? Mm-hmm. Because it does. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like fine. it's yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. So everybody, you guys are doing such a great job. Yeah, you guys are. This is remarkably hard. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. And you're getting up every day and you're doing it. <laughs> Sometimes you're doing it great. Sometimes you're not. And both are okay. Good job, you guys. Good job, you guys. (laughs) Teresa, you are doing a great job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.